Welcome to the Building Business for Women podcast, a place where we empower women to create, launch, and scale their own service-based businesses. We are certified photo organizers, Christy and Amanda, and we build a profitable business that we love. Anyone can do it with the right community and the right plan. Hey everyone, it is Christy from Memory Momentum and welcome to the Building Business for Women podcast. This week we are going to be talking about how we can read our clients' minds, part one, which is going to be brainstorming. Uh, be- but before we dive right into that topic, which I know you're all excited about, <laughs> we have a little uh, fun fact about Amanda and myself. Um, this week it's sort of combined and uh, it's kind of funny and one that we actually think about or talk about quite often. So when Amanda and I grew up, um, we grew up in a very small town. And I said it a long time ago, it's a tiny little village at the time. It's definitely grown over the last few years. I'll just say a few years. Uh, But we grew up on the same street. um, Only about, I don't know, six houses down from each other. And at the time, you know, it was that time in, in history that, you know, you go outside and play and you come back when the, when the streetlights come on and that kind of thing. Uh, Amanda and I weren't too far away from each other all the time. Uh, we were in different classes uh, a couple years apart. So, you know, we weren't in classes or anything like that together, except for one year. I feel like we were in a split class, but that could be someone else too. Anyway. That was a long time ago. <laughs> so when we were out, uh, out and about playing, doing whatever we were doing, we're usually always together. So we weren't, um, we weren't separated too much. Uh, but Amanda has like crazy, crazy allergies. Um, especially when she was a kid, she does now too, but like crazy. And at the time we had a dog, so we would attempt to have her do a sleepover at my house. But that usually ended with her leaving at like two o'clock in the morning because her eyeballs and her nose and everything would just be like, you know, busting off her face and she couldn't breathe and she was doing wheezy things. (laughs) So it usually involved me sleeping over at her house because I didn't have any of those allergies. But either way, it didn't matter if we were sleeping over at um, one's house or if we were just, you know, playing Nintendo till 12 o'clock or playing solitaire or whatever we were doing. Um, And we weren't doing a sleepover we would then, um, quote, walk each other home. Then how do you walk someone home that lives down the street? Then you just have to turn around and walk the other person home. Like it would just be endless. So we came up with a a fun little thing. We would just walk together, whichever house we were at, we would walk together to the middle point on the road, like right in the middle of both houses. So like three houses down kind of thing. And then we would sit there and talk for could have been I don't even know like an hour it could go on forever but anyway once we decided we were done talking and everything was good and we were going to go home we'd be like okay you ready yeah ready so we'd turn back to back I can't really remember if we counted down we probably did and then off we'd go running I would run to my driveway she'd run to her driveway and then we'd both turn around once we got to our driveways make sure we were both at each other's driveway and give a wave and off we go because I'm assuming that you guys would realize this is way before the iPhone. Like we still had the phones that were attached to the wall kind of thing. The old orange or not orange, the old green and yellow kind. If anybody, if that's ringing a bell to anybody. So that's a little fun fact uh, about Amanda and I. Okay. So let's, oh, she lives in BC now and I live in Ontario. So there's no way we can do that. We have to get on a plane to see each other. So 
it'd be fine but anyway we can't do it <laughs> okay uh all right so this week we are talking about how to read your client's mind brainstorming and um last week's podcast we did talk a, a little bit about your ideal client and why you needed to have one and sort of how you can um, figure that out and we also provided a really um sort of like more involved workbook I think it's a six-page workbook um, that sort of breaks down how you can figure out who your ideal client is that's still in the description box if you didn't have a chance last week to do that Um, so if you want to take a look at that uh, that could help you along the way Um, and so if you did that workbook you you kind of have a little defined uh, ideal client in your mind already and if you didn't no problem you can you can work on that that's not a big deal but if for anybody who did work through the workbook, you'll see that in the workbook, I talk about, uh, I give an example of like my own ideal client and I name her Sally Green. And for those of you that um, didn't see about or read about Sally Green, I'll just give a little breakdown on who she is. So for example purposes, I'm pretending that my company is building, uh, we create um, custom photo books. Uh, I could dare to say vacation books, but we'll just say photo books and my ideal client is a female I'm gonna say 46 years old has two kids a a CEO of a big company she makes over $200,000 a year and she lives in a condo she's divorced she loves gardening she loves traveling with her kids Uh, she has a big group of friends and her name I named her Sally Green in my mind she's also blonde has short hair a little bit of curly hair, sometimes wears glasses. I haven't really defined yet if that's because she needs to read with them or not. I'm not sure. But sometimes she's wearing glasses, sometimes she's not. So in this sort of podcast, we're just going to be talking about Sally. So that's the backstory of Sally and sort of that's the backstory of my business. So you have to take a look at your business uh, or your business idea um, if you're just starting out and sort of think about your, um, your services and your ideal client. And this week we're going to brainstorm sort of how we can get, um, deeper into your client's mind. And it's just adds another layer to how you can speak to your client when you're talking about marketing and things like that. So brainstorming can be a very good way uh, to sort of look at anything that you're trying to implement in your business or um, or just random ideas. Like honestly, brainstorming you can do with anything and you just never know what's going to come out of that. And there's a few different ways that you can do brainstorming. We've all done it in high school and you know, in just everyday life or, or whatever, but it's, it's very good. You should have um, like a, a notebook or a book It is suggested that you write things down instead of putting into your phone. But if you, you know, if you have your iPad um, and that sort of works best for you because you're out out and about sort of on the go or or whatnot, then that's fine too. Just when you put pen to paper, you just really um, get a little bit more creative and um, sort of remember what you're writing down um, better. But again, completely up to you. However you want to brainstorm, whatever works for you, great. Um, And brainstorming is just that it's just plopping everything that you uh, that comes to mind on paper because you just never know where uh, an idea or um, the next big thing or or whatever is going to come from so just plop it all down on paper keep that paper when I say paper means iPad too but um, 
make sure you have that labeled, whether it's a book, you have it labeled brainstorming for whatever reason that you're brainstorming for, or, you know, if it's in your notes on your phone or something, just make sure that you label it so that, you know, in six months, uh, two years, five days, whatever it is, you're going back to that brainstorming, you can find it um, easy. Um, so you can do that on your own. You can also um, ask other people to brainstorm with you. So family or friends or networking um, communities. Uh, if you're in groups on Facebook, um, you know, other mom um, Facebook groups or entrepreneur groups, like whatever kind of groups you're in, just to get a perspective from someone else. It's sort of looking at the topic that you're um, brainstorming and you're getting a different perspective or different ideas, which then can spark more ideas in you and then more brainstorming. So there's a, there's a few different ways to do it, or you can do both, like whatever you feel comfortable with, just make sure you write it all down and no ideas too big, no ideas too small. Even if a word comes to, to mind, just, just write it down because you never know where that's going to lead you. So this, um, <clears throat> the next few things we're going to be talking about, uh, I really want you to brainstorm and actually if anybody needs a, a worksheet, um, I can absolutely create that and then put it, um, you can either just email us at digital, um, digitalflow at memorymomentum.ca or uh, head over to our Facebook page or somewhere, even on Instagram or whatever, and you can message us. Um, I can create that uh, super easy and just send it over to you if you want a structured worksheet. If not, just grab a notebook, your iPad, whatever, and you can write down, write down uh, these questions and sort of work through on your own. Uh, so the first thing that we're going to be brainstorming when we're talking about my business of the photo books and my ideal client, Sally Green, it, we're going to look at her pain points. And what do I mean about pain points? So I mean anything that you know that your ideal client or Sally, uh, it really is a pain point in her life and why she needs your services. And again, this is important just to understand another layer of your ideal client um, and being able to talk to her and target her in your marketing messages and things like that directly. Or even if you're in a networking uh, group, you know, with real people and you are aware of this kind of thing, um, then it's easier for you to be speaking to just the regular um, public and your possible clients out there. And um, it's kind of fun. Okay, so we're going to be brainstorming the pain points. So for an example, um, if everybody's thinking like, well, what do you mean like pain points? Like, I don't even know. Okay, photo books, Sally Green. So pain points for her, it would be example. She doesn't like technology. Um, and again, I'm thinking you have to put your, your own mind in the mind of your client. So right now I'm pretending I am Sally Green. I am that CEO, um, divorcee, blonde, maybe glasses on with a couple kids. Okay. So that is me. She loves to travel with her kids. Remember all that kind of stuff. And she is thinking that she wants to have photo books made of her vacations with her kids. Great. So these are the pain points specifically for her and the list could go on and on and on. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to make that list go on and on and on. So now I'm in her head and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm Sally. I hate technology, hate it. 
Uh, I've got an iPad. That's all I know how to use. I know how to send emails to my daughters. Um, I know how to use the, um, the computer systems at work. I really am great at that because I'm this big CEO, but I just hate technology at home trying to figure it out. I, I shut it off when I get to the door. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Um, I don't have the time, <clears throat> excuse me, to organize photos or, or select the photos that I want to be put into the book. I just want somebody to take all of the 3000 photos I took of my last Hawaii trip, pick out the best ones and make me a book. So that would be obviously a pain point. Same with the hates technology. That's a huge pain point. Um, okay. So then she doesn't, or me, I don't have a uh, photo book software. I don't know how to make the book. Uh, I don't have the time. I don't want to take the time, I have the time to do it, but I don't want it. I just don't want to do it. I'd rather spend, you know, time with my kids or going out with my friends. I don't want to spend the time to learn how to make this photo book. And then you can even think deeper, maybe Sally, myself, maybe I want to be the envy of all my other friends who go on trips and stuff like that too. I want my friends to think how, how did I get how did she get that book delivered? She just got back from Hawaii like a week ago. How is that book already on her coffee table? <laughs> that could be an example. It's a pain point. It's, it's something that somebody wants and possibly your service can help that. So I want you to really dive deep, think about everything, really put yourself in your client's mind and write down anything and everything that would be a pain point or a struggle or they don't want to or whatever about your service or product product that you're serving um, these clients. Then I want you to write down the things that your, <clears throat> excuse me, your service um, or your um, product helps. How does it take that pain away from the client? Okay, so you've got the pain points, number one. Number two, you want to take the pain points away. What are your services and your products doing specifically to do that? Not just the generic, well, I'm making a photo book. So that's her pain point. She wants a photo book and I'm giving it to her. No, I want you to get very deep. So for example, again, I'm flipping into Sally. I want this photo book. I have this photo book. How did, did working with those photo book services help the pain points? So it saved Sally time. Um, it took away the feeling of being overwhelmed about thinking about, you know, going through those 3000 photos from, from Hawaii and trying to pick out the best ones. Um, it saved, it, it saved time for her to be able to just keep doing the things that she wanted. She doesn't want to have to focus on that. She wants to focus on her family and her friends and her job and things like that. She does not want to worry about that book. She just wants to have the trust, uh, and knowing that that book is on its way and that she's going to love it. Uh, and things like she has her friends come over and looks through the 10 books that she's had made over the last year. And they're, they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And she can really share those, those memories or that stories. Uh, also maybe she could have those books printed two or three different times and she can give them to her daughters as, as presents or somebody, um, in her family down the road. So you're saving her time and energy, um, later on in her life as well. So just think about all the ways your services in your business can help your client and take the pain away from them. And the third thing I want you to brainstorm um, about, and this one might be a little bit uncomfortable for some people, 
but I want you to get more comfortable with it. Um, it's talking about yourself. A lot of entrepreneurs, especially women, uh, and even women in general that don't even have their own businesses are uncomfortable sort of, um, talking about themselves and lifting themselves up in a really good light. This is something we all should be getting very comfortable with, uh, because, and we've talked in different, um, podcasts about like confidence and things like that. The more we speak it in our own minds, the more that we convey it to other people around us. And then we just start to really feel it. It's not just something we're saying. It's something we're actually feeling. Um, and I think honestly, we just need more of that in the world period, whether you're in a business or not. But so I want you to, um, brainstorm all and write down all of the things and all of the reasons why people should be working with you and your business. So don't just focus on the business side of things. Don't just go like, well, it should work with me because my books are beautiful. You know, that's important to write stuff like that. My books are beautiful. They're quality. Um, the turnarounds fast, the customer service is amazing. Like you can write, definitely write all those things down because the more we write it down, the more we're paying attention to it in our own minds, it just becomes a solid um, message that you can feel it in your bones. So definitely that kind of stuff needs to be written down. But I want you to write down the things about yourself as well. They might seem insignificant to you. It might seem like uh, no one even cares about this, but it is very important, okay? So focus about the business side of it and focus about yourself. Just things like, I'm funny, I have a great sense of humor, I like to organize, I love cats, um, I love my dogs, um, I love reading self-help books, like whatever it is, the amazing things about you, why people would wanna work with you. Um, be, hopefully then that'll sort of um, light up in your brain and you go like, yeah, actually I am pretty fun. So why, yeah, of course somebody would want to work with me kind of thing. So that might be hard, but, uh, definitely do that. <clears throat> so now, now that you have all this information, hopefully you'll take a little bit of time to do it. It's not going to be quick. It's not going to take you 10 minutes, really sit there and, and, and think about it. You can take that notebook or even your iPad and head to the soccer field or wherever you're going, uh, and, and do it sort of on the run. But just be thinking about it and then write it down. So then what are we going to do with all this information? So this information gives you great insight on what your client is looking for um, and how you should be marketing or talking to your client. Okay, so you need to be speaking their language. If you're constantly going, um, let's say that we'll keep talking about the photo books. If I'm constantly going on social media or having my marketing message being like, I have great books. Do you want one? You know, that's like really no <laughs> no i don't no i don't maybe somebody might be like yeah but what like people want um not necessarily they, they want the outcome they don't necessarily want the product they want the outcome of it so you want to know what their pain points are so that you can speak to them you know something uh something like who wouldn't love a beautifully crafted custom photo book delivered to your door 30 days or seven days after you return from your vacation and be the envy of your friends, you know, something like that, something completely different than just saying, Hey, who wants a beautiful book? And you don't want to be, um, you want to be speaking your client's language. Like you don't want to be like, what, what do I want a 21 page, uh, hardcover book made from 
you know, and you list off the amount, of, you list off the, the materials and stuff of your book. Your client doesn't sort of care about that. That's not the way they speak. That's not the way they talk. Um, so you want to make sure that you get into their head so you can start using the language that they would. Maybe even photo book isn't, isn't something that they would use. Maybe scrapbook is what they would use. Um, you know, maybe it's coffee table book, all those kind of things. You need to know that in order to be able to speak to them correctly, to be able to get them, um, get their attention and for them to be paying attention to your message. So that is the important um, thing about knowing their pain points, knowing how your services help and knowing some great things about you just so you can build up your confidence and for you to realize why wouldn't somebody want to work with you? Um, yeah, so check out the freebie uh in the in the description box it's there same one as last last week and it's really a good one to be able to help you um take a look at who your ideal client is this week all about brainstorming we're going to dive deep into that i would love to hear um, if anybody has any um any breakthroughs or insight or questions or anything obviously you can get a hold of us on our social media channels and our website memorymomentum.ca uh, you can also head over to Facebook. We have a secret Facebook group over there called Building Business for Women. Um, you can um, ask for some access in there. We can chat about that a little bit further in that group as well. And next week, we are going to talk about part two of um, trying to read your client's mind. So come on back next week. We're going to dive a little bit deeper and uh, move a little bit forward with this kind of um, information. So I hope you were able to, or when you work through this, are able to get some great insight into your client's mind. See you next week.